Hello and welcome to the Byron York Show, the No Chit Chat podcast. We like to get right into it. And what we're going to get into today is kind of an unusual topic from uh, former President Trump's rally in Waco, Texas over the weekend, where he played what you might call a mashup of the national anthem um, and the Pledge of Allegiance uh, with the J6, January 6th Prisoners Choir. It's kind of a kind of an odd uh, event. So anyway, I'm gonna gonna start off and just we'll describe what happened. First of all, Trump doesn't usually play the national anthem when he appears at rallies around the country. The way it usually goes is um, the crowd's been there for a long time. There were probably some early speakers. A lot of music is played. Some of Trump's favorite stuff, Elton John, Rolling Stones, Phantom of the Opera, that kind of stuff. Uh, And so Trump plays a lot of music. And then when he is about to enter the stage, they play Lee, Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA. So while the song is playing, Trump walks around the stage. Everybody's going crazy. He is soaking up his fans' enthusiasm and their support. Uh, then the song ends, and uh, he goes to the microphone and starts speaking. I mean, that's how it normally works. But he did it a little differently in Waco. Now, this was the, you know, the first campaign rally of the 2024 campaign. It was uh, Saturday in Waco. So he, he does a lot of rallies at airports because they hold a lot of people, and they're pretty easy. And also, he likes to use his airplane as a backdrop. When his airplane was Air Force One, he certainly liked that. But also, he uses his own 757, which has been repainted, uh, spruced up, and is referred to as Trump Force One. He uh, parks that uh, behind the staging area so that it's the backdrop. It's parked uh, uh, you know, on the tarmac, and it's the backdrop for the rally. So um, this time, when God Bless America, excuse me, God Bless the USA was played, Trump appears in the doorway of the plane, up a, you know, up in the plane, and he slowly, as the music plays, he slowly walks down the steps to the stage. You know, the crowd's doing what they do. They're cheering. Uh, but this time, when God Bless the USA finished, Trump did not walk up to the microphone. He didn't st- start his speech. Uh, Instead, he's standing near the podium and an announcer comes on and says, I'm going to read you, quote, what the announcer said. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts, Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump and the J6 Choir. Okay, so that's what the announcer said. So Trump stood at attention and he placed his hand over his heart. Now, this song, uh, Justice for All, uh, is the, this is where we get the mashup part. It's, it's part national anthem. It's part Pledge of Allegiance. Um, the singing part is done by a group of January 6th prisoners. Um, and it begins with this kind of ominous sounding chord. Uh, and then the chorus, the, the, the chorus of men, they begin singing. Um, 
and then they they just sing a part of the song and then they uh, stop and then Trump comes in and he's reciting the pledge. So why don't we listen to how it starts? So why don't, let's play that right now. Okay, so that's that's the first part of it, uh, the first stanzas of uh, the national anthem, and then Trump coming in uh, with the Pledge of Allegiance. So it continues that way uh, throughout the song. So let's listen to a little bit more of it right now. Okay, so that's it. You, you see how it goes. The the whole um, national anthem goes that way, interspersed with Trump reciting the um, Pledge of Allegiance. Now, in Waco, the song was actually accompanied by a video, and the video had scenes of Washington D.C. It had a lot of pictures of the American flag. Uh, scenes from Trump's presidency, and those were mixed in with pictures of men in orange prison jumpsuits, presumably uh, prisoners uh, for uh, offenses uh, committed on January the 6th, 2021. So um, when the national anthem got to the words, and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air, uh, the video switched to video of rioters fighting with police at the Capitol on January 6th. So the, the, the anthem then continued on, uh, more scenes from Trump's time in the White House, uh, and it ends with the J6 chorus chanting USA, 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 and a slide that says, there's a, a black screen with a slide that says, supporting certain prisoners denied their constitutional rights. So, in place of standing for the national anthem and putting your hand over your heart, that's what everybody did at the Trump rally, put their hand over their heart and, uh, and listen to that. Now, Trump starts talking afterwards. He said, that song tells you a lot because it's number one in every single category. Number two was Taylor Swift. Number three was Miley Cyrus. So we have our moment. And that tells you our people love those people. They love those people. Now, when he referred to those people, he was um, referring to accused or convicted January, January 6th uh, rioters. So what do you make of all of this? Um, first of all, you know, the National Anthem is a very durable song. All sorts of things have been done to it. Just go to a sports event, just go to political conventions, you'll hear it performed, you'll hear it mangled in a million different ways. I mean, there are some really bad versions of the Star Spangled Banner out there. 
uh, it is very fortunate for all of us that most of them cover only the first verse. Um, okay, so, you know, a lot of bad national anthem versions out there. Now, what Trump did was different. Uh, this was something kind of like a, a club DJ might do, maybe in the early 2000s, uh, creating this mashup of the national anthem and Trump reciting the pledge. Now, Trump actually recorded his part specifically for this, recorded it earlier this year at Mar-a-Lago, which is his home in Florida. Um, and the J6 choir, these are actual prisoners. Uh, it was a group of January 6 prisoners singing over a jailhouse telephone, all into the telephone, and then it being recorded on the other end. Uh, Forbes magazine reported on this, said when, when Trump heard about the original plan, and by that they mean the, the plan to record the song, the former president asked to be directly involved. Okay, so this is something Trump wanted to do. So here is the, the problem with this. Um, Justice for All is not the national anthem. Uh, substituting it for the national anthem and asking a crowd to stand with their hand over their hearts while the song is played, as if it were the national anthem, really is a violation not only of the national anthem, but of the patriotic, patriotic moment that happens you know, thousands of times across the country every year when crowds sing it. Now, making it a vehicle for protest. Over the years, various activists have used the occasion of the anthem to make a political statement. So the question is, is what Trump did, did it, does it fit into this larger pattern of people, not usually former presidents of the United States, using the national anthem as a vehicle for political protest? And we're going to talk about that next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I said I was going to talk about people, maybe not former presidents of the United States, but people using the national anthem as a vehicle for protest. Uh, first, I wanted to say, if you've been listening to the podcast, enjoying the podcast, maybe even learning from the podcast, it would be great, really great. If you could subscribe to the podcast, it's it's free. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you can do it at iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and you'll like it. So. So just do it. Just do it. Um, okay. Uh, over the years, various activists have, have used the occasion of the national anthem to make a political statement. Uh, you all know that in, in recent years, NFL football players and other athletes uh, started kneeling 
during the playing of the anthem. They ostensibly did this as some sort of protest against racism or police brutality or whatever they were upset about at that particular time. And when they started doing this, uh, you remember Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback, started doing this. Uh, Donald Trump was pretty hostile. Quote, wouldn't you love to see one of those NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? Say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. Okay, so that was President Trump in 2017. It was his reaction to the Colin Kaepernick thing of, of, of kneeling during the, uh, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Now, there have been plenty of other times when protesters refused to stand during the playing of the anthem. And before that... Going into history, in 1968, there was maybe the most famous anthem protest of all when there were, there were two American athletes, Tommy Smith, John Carlos, who raised their fist with black gloves in a black power salute, black power salute on the winner's stand during the playing of the national anthem at the Mexico City Olympics. So, the, I mean, this is a global event. Um, and they, they, you know, just like um, Colin Kaepernick and everybody in the, in the NFL, um, are protesting racism, police brutality, the standard sort of litany of uh, reasons for these kind of national anthem protests. Okay, so that's, that's kind of common. Uh, it fits into your view of how these things work. And usually presidents, certainly Republican presidents, don't like that sort of thing. Now, a former president has joined in using the national anthem to protest. I mean, Trump even surpassed the earlier protesters by actually altering the anthem to him insert himself into the national anthem, himself reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, what would President Donald Trump have told the protesters who did something similar for their own cause. He would have told them to knock it off right now. Don't mess with the national anthem. But that is what Trump is doing. That's what he did in Waco. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've heard uh, this song, Justice for All, um, but it was done with the cooperation and assistance of President Trump, who now, at least at one rally, uh, played it in lieu of playing the national anthem, where you stand and you put your hand over your heart and you uh, listen to justice for all. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Don't know if you had actually seen that. Uh, perhaps you watched the Trump rally. Um, most people don't get a chance to do that and uh, wanted to talk about how Donald Trump started it. So... Thanks very much for joining us. Always appreciate it when you can stop by and hope you can join us again soon for another edition of The Byron York Show. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed 
multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law. And I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.